welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. Now, if I sound a bit different, it's because this week I'm at Kew Gardens in London for the opening of their brand new Christmas at Kew show. Wow, that was suddenly got very loud behind me. Uh, Now, you'll hear all about that. Plus, Adams at uh, Waddeston Manor. Lloydie is paying a visit to Birmingham Christmas Market. It is all kicking off. My name is Bex, and every episode of the Activity Quest podcast starts off with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. And today, I'm that fun kids presenter doing something awesome. I'm at Kew Gardens now. Maybe you can hear, and I'm pretty sure you can hear, the very loud music behind me. Now, so far, we've walked along. We've got some food. We're very happy about that. But most importantly, we've seen some amazing light displays. Next to me right now is like meters and meters of lights, all in different colors and rainbow colors, lighting up in different patterns. It is incredible. And they are guiding our way along the trail. So I'm going to be taking a little wonder. Anyway, next up, we've got to find out where Adam is this week. Adam, where are you? Thanks, Bex. Yes, I'm here in the heart of the Buckinghamshire countryside at a very special event called Christmas at Waddeston. I'm Pippa Shirley and I'm director at Wadston. I think lots of people who come here for the first time think, wow, this is a fairy tale castle, because it kind of looks like that. It's got lots of wonderful twisty towers and turrets and staircases, and, and you just, as you come up the hill, you just see the roof line kind of poking above the trees, so it feels really mysterious and magical. So at this time of year, we're in the middle of celebrating Christmas. Inside the house, lots of the rooms are full of really beautifully decorated trees, some of them really enormous and some of them quite small and the decorations are themed so there's a different story to explore in every room Um, and some of the decorations have been done by schools which is really exciting because we do lots of work with schools through the years through the year and we have lots and lots of visits um, from children of different ages. Hello my name's Di Williams and I'm a volunteer at Wadston. Well, here we have a tree which is covered in paintbrushes, feather dusters and all the little things that we need to clean the house. Miss Alice, who lived here over 100 years ago, was a stickler for keeping the house perfect. And she had a long list of rules um, about how everything should be cleaned, especially the chandeliers, which were very fragile. But also, we've got things on here which are far more modern, because obviously a house like this has to be kept very clean all year round. And once Christmas is over, the house will be closed for two months or so, in which all the cleaning will be done. As I was wandering around, we enter a room where uh, it's a very grand room. All of the rooms here are very grand, aren't they? And uh, there is a, a sort of dining room table that's set up. And there is an animal on it. Uh, an animal that the people that lived here might have eaten once upon a time. Talk to me about that. I think you're talking about the dining room and you're talking about a huge peacock which is just settled on the dining room table. It, it's as big as the dining room table and the dining room table is quite large and it's made out of paper. Some of the paper has kind of gold decoration on it and puts it all together to make this sculpture really of, of a peacock and it is quite appropriate for the room because people did used to eat peacocks. There was something called peacock pie and so this one has just sort of escaped from the grounds and come in and decided to hibernate in the dining room for the winter. So that's the manor, filled with festive displays, sparkling trees and amazing decorations inspired by the treasures there. 
But that's not all. And then outside, there's this fantastic light trail, which is quite long. It's kind of quite a stomp on a winter's evening. Um, but it means that all of the, the trees and the beautiful landscape is all illuminated in all sorts of different colours. And the front of the house is crazy because it's got a, a kind of a projection on it. So it changes colour and there are sort of you know, light beams that shoot into the sky and lots of music. And it's just really lovely because you you sort of... you. You see the place in a completely different way. It is like magic. So I've wandered down on part of the light trail. We found Miss Alice's drive, and there is a huge, there's one, two, three, four, five, five, six boards in front of me that say, I am unique because, and then there are probably a thousand plus names uh, of children from schools all across the country. Um, I am unique because of my drawing. I'm unique because of my singing. I am unique because I am good at Minecraft. I'm unique because uh, I am crazy about dogs and treat them like siblings. I'm unique because I like drawing. Uh, I'm Sarah and I'm the head of learning so I look after all of the children and schools that come and visit us at Wadston so we love working with children and we asked 6,000 local school children what makes them unique and we've put them all on these massive boards and we have also written them. Each child has got an individually written metal tree that is hanging on one of our um, special structures, special archways. Uh, my hair grows fast. I have really long hair. I was born with blue eyes and now have brown. I enjoy football. I love rugby. I'm kind to my sister. Loads of messages from children from across the county on these arbors. And we're going to continue down the drive now. And Sarah... What are these in front of us? So these are some giant woodland animals that have been made by local secondary schools. So they work with a, a proper willow artist and they looked at all the different animals and the species that are dependent on the oak tree, that rely on the oak tree. And they drew some beautiful drawings, which then Michelle, who is the willow artist, then took their papers and laid them on these brilliant willow structures so one's a butterfly one's an owl one's a woodpecker one's a squirrel and one's a deer and they're sort of people sized they're they're huge <laughs> they're huge oh my gosh bex what an absolutely amazing location christmas at waddiston you can go into the house until the 2nd of january there is a christmas fair that's there until the 18th of december and if you want to go on that winter light trail walk that's on all december and it will continue friday to Sunday from the 6th to the 22nd of January 2023. How's Kew Gardens, by the way? How are you getting on? So I've made it to some kind of the snowman-themed area. There are laser lights everywhere, and I am loving this music. Thanks, Adam. You can find out more by searching for Waddeston Manor. Now, as you can probably hear right now, there is music in the background from the snowman. I've walked through some dry ice and lots of laser beams to get here, and I can see some Christmas trees in front of me that are all really amazingly lit up with LED lights as well, so I'm on my way to that. But now from Q to you, Lloydie. He's at Birmingham Christmas Market, so let's find out what he's up to. I'm at Birmingham's Frankfurt Christmas Market in Victoria Square. This is the largest authentic German Christmas market outside of Germany or Austria, and it's massive. Uh, there's food here, hot chocolate, loads of cool toys that you can buy on lots of different stands, wooden decorations for your Christmas tree, so much stuff. I'm going to have a little explore and find a few people to talk to as well and find out what they've been doing here. 
went in the carousel. Is it fast or is it like, or, or, or will I will I throw up my pick and mix? No. You did say it felt a bit faster than last year though, didn't you? It looks faster. <laughs> You've sped it up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And what are you enjoying currently, Lois? Churros. How is it? Good. What have you got planned next? They did want to go on the carousel again, but I'm not sure that's a good idea after all the chocolate sauce with the churros. So <laughs> maybe. That's very wise. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> well, all of that sounds awesome. I'm on the lookout for a moose's head that talks. Apparently that's somewhere here as well. So going to have a look for that. In the meantime, um, let's have a chat with a few more people and find out what's going on. We've had some mushroom and potatoes and it's actually really nice. Awesome. Have you been on any rides? No, not yet. What have you got your eye on? One of the merry-go-rounds. Well, what about you, Ibrahim? I've eaten the cheese and garlic bread and right now I'm just eating like a pancake with Nutella. You enjoying the food? Yeah. What are you going on to do? Um, we'll just walk around for a bit, maybe buy some bits and bobs for the kids, probably go on one of the rides over there. We're just uh, pleasantly surprised at, uh, you know, how not busy it is, usually it's heaving. Yeah, there's some brilliant, like, decorations yeah. and things, aren't there? Yeah, and we do, we do like to buy, you know, like the little trinkets and stuff like the Christmassy ones. Wow, all of that talk of food has got me really super hungry. So I'm looking for a bunch of stuff and I don't know what to choose, to be quite honest, because you've got so many different choices. Like, I could just go with some pick and mix, which I could really do with now. It's me. It's me up here on the roof. I'm Rudolph the Reindeer. I would like to welcome you in our free Rudolph's Inn. I found a talking moose. It's a talking moose head. Come on in. I'm going to spend some time listening to this guy for a bit and then probably go on the carousel. Um, Bex, back to you. searching for it online. By the way, in case you're wondering, yes, I have moved along the light trail. I'm now in front of what looks like trees made up of fire. That's the best way I can describe it, and it is absolutely beautiful. All right, Meg is in the Christmas craft corner right now. She's got a lot of cotton balls stuck to her. Let's see what mess she's getting up to. So today I'm going to be making a Father Christmas beard advent calendar. Bear with me, I know it sounds a bit strange, but let's start off with the origins of the advent calendar. It comes from the 19th century in Germany, where people called Lutherans counted down the first 24 days of December, just like we do now with the chocolate advent calendar. But advent calendars don't have to have chocolate in them. Now, I think Bex might disagree with me, but advent calendars without chocolate can be a lot of fun especially when you make them yourself, like we are going to do today. So for this particular advent calendar, you're going to need card. I'm using an old cereal box, some cocoa pops that I finished off yesterday. You need PVA glue, scissors, paint, a black sharpie, and importantly, cotton balls, because they are going to make Santa's beard. So the idea is that we'll end up with an advent calendar where every day you stick a cotton bud on Santa's beard and by the time it's Christmas he has a full fluffy beard and you know that it's Christmas. So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a big Santa face on my piece of card. So I've got a big circle for his face, I've got his hat, 
and then obviously a big beard, big moustache and lots of curly white hair as well. So I'm just drawing the outline of this in pencil um, or pen. Once you've got this, you want to paint. Now I'm gonna use a pink color for his skin, I'm gonna use some white for his beard, and some red for his hat. You could use crayons as well, but I do think paint is lovely and fun. So, I've already painted one, because obviously you need to wait for it to dry um, before you cut it out. So once you've painted it, you can cut out the outline. Remember, you can get a parent to help you with this as well. So, once you cut it out, then you've got Santa and it's all cut out like a kind of mask shape. Then you want to get your black marker and add two eyes to the face. I think it's easy to do this in black marker. And then below Santa's moustache on his white beard, you want to write the numbers 1 to 24 because that's how many days we want on our advent calendar. And now you need to get your cotton balls and put them in a little pot. I've used an old jar that I've washed out. And hang your advent calendar. I've used a little bit of string. I've actually hung mine on my Christmas tree because I think it looks really lovely there. Centre of the room so that all my family can see it. And every day, pop a little cotton bud on his beard. And as Santa's beard grows, we get closer and closer to Christmas. And then by Christmas Eve, his beard will be completely full and we'll know it's time for him to come down the chimney. Um, I love this craft. I absolutely love it. It's a really fun way to do an advent calendar. Maybe you can think of other ways to do advent calendars. Maybe you could add little cotton balls to a snowman or leaves to a fir tree. It's completely up to you, but making Santa's beard grow is a really good way to do an advent calendar that is chocolate free. I'm still not sure that Bex is going to be happy about the no chocolate part. What do you reckon? I mean, it looks very cool, but I'm not convinced about an advent calendar without chocolate. Maybe we can have a jar of chocolates next to the cotton boys. Is that okay? Thanks very much, though, Meg. And that is all we've got time for today. I'm having a whale of a time at Kew Gardens. I've been on a carousel. I've been on a helter-skelter. I've seen what looks like a sea of lights, and I've eaten lots of delicious food, of course. Now, the light display is brilliant here. If you want any more details, just search for Kew Gardens online. And if you want any more ideas of stuff you can get up to, well, there's lots of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to anytime you fancy. If you're after some more suggestions, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. And of course, whatever you do and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner, with additional editing from Lloydie James Lloyd and Meg Long. You can listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon!